Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I am Pastor Miller and I will be your host this morning. We've been doing a series here on uh, grace, and we want to continue this today and read a portion of Scripture to you found in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through verse 18. Verse 14 starts out saying, Be, not, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial? What part hath he that believeth with an infidel? What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now, talking about uh, grace and separation, verse 17 says, come out from among them and be Ye separate, saith the Lord. Now the separation here, quickly, I'll give it to you and then we'll move on. The first one was not to be uh, yoked or unequally uh, yoked with unbelievers. So not to be unequally yoked a believer and an unbeliever or to have try to have fellowship the righteous with the unrighteous, or communion with light and darkness, or as Christ cannot have concord with Belial or Satan, the devil, or he that believeth with an infidel, and how can you have agreement with the temple of God and a house of idols? So there we do see that the Bible does teach us separation, separation from sin. And that's exactly uh, what we're going to be trying to talk to you about today. And I'm going to give you some scriptures that I think will help you today on grace and your separation. First of all, number one is our teacher. Grace is our teacher found in the book of Titus, chapter number 2 and verse number 12. The Bible tells us there that teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously in this present world. So the scripture is telling us that grace can be our teacher and it can teach us many things. 
Here it mentions a couple of them teaching us denial. So it can teach us to deny ourselves. It can teach us to not to deny, uh, as the Bible here says, ungodliness or ungodly things, and to say no to ungodliness or to sin. So grace can teach us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. And then in teaching us that denial, it will also teach us how to live. There's a comma between that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. And after the comma, it says that we should live soberly, righteously in this present world. So grace, our teacher, is denial and also how to live. Denying ungodliness and worldly lust, living soberly and righteously right now today in this present world. Thank God for grace, our teacher. Amen. None of us is above being taught. And I thank God for anyone that teaches from the school level to Sunday school level to to uh, scripture or whatever. But I thank God for what uh, grace and mercy can teach us. Secondly, I want to talk to you about grace, our transformer. So I believe that a a a person can be or will be rather transformed when they come to know Jesus Christ as the Lord and the Savior of their life. I want to give you a scripture in Romans chapter 2 or verse 12 rather verses 1 and 2 and talk to you about grace our transformer. The Bible said there I beseech you Therefore, brethren, that by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So note here in this first verse of Romans 12 that the Bible says that it is reasonable that we present ourselves and our bodies and our person to the Lord as a living sacrifice. And how do we present our bodies a living sacrifice? We live by living holy. And that's H-O-L-Y, holy and acceptable or pleasing unto God. That is reasonable to request such a matter. So grace can transform us that we can live from living ungodly and an unacceptable life to living a holy and an acceptable life unto God. And that second verse is where I, or why I call this grace our transformer. The Bible said in verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove 
what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I love this verse. So grace can teach us transformity. It can teach us how to be transformed. Now notice verse number two. The Bible said, how do I, first of all, how do, am I transformed? Well, let me tell you what we're not. We should not be conformed to the world, but transformed. So what the scripture is saying here, we do not have to live like the world, act like the world, and do what uh, what sinful uh, desires and lusts that may be presented before us. But the Bible teaches us not to conform to those things. Don't conform to ungodliness, to sin, to lasciviousness, to ungodliness. Don't conform to other people's ideas that are contrary to what the Bible teaches. And, and just to say it plainly, like the Bible said, be not conformed to this world. So we don't have to be, and we should not be conformed to the world, but rather be transformed. How do I do that, Pastor? Well, the Bible said you do that by the renewing of your mind. So we need to get our heart right. Then we need to get our mind right. And we need to keep our mind right by renewing it day by day in the Lord. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When we do that, we can then prove that good will of God, that acceptable will of God, and that perfect will of God. I want to I wanna do my best to live in the will of God, uh, to live in, a, in the acceptable will of God. It'd be great, but I'd love to live in the perfect will of God. I can do that by renewing my mind daily and transforming my mind over to the Lord Jesus and not conformed to this world. Thirdly, what does grace help us with? I believe that we can be separated by the grace of God in totality. And I'll give you uh, a verse here that I think will help you with that. Now, we're talking about a man here in 1 Corinthians 15 uh, by the name of Apostle Paul writing to the church of Corinth. And we know Paul went through a lot of things. And on this particular podcast episode, I won't have enough time to tell you all of those things. But you can look them up, and the Bible talks about some of the things that he faced and some of the things he went through. But I want you to notice the 10th verse in this 15th chapter. He said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. I am what I am, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, 
yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. So we know Paul faced a lot of things. He overcame a lot of things. And God used him mightily in the early church. Paul, the apostle, a great man of God, who often spoke of the grace of God, is telling us now that grace can help us live our life in in a total uh, godly situation or lifestyle. Now, how do I do that? It's, first of all, it's not within ourselves. Let me read it again. He said, if we are and I am what I am, it's by grace. It's not within ourselves, but the grace of God. I want to say to all of you listening to me that's doing your best to serve God, you are what you are by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. It's only by the grace of God that we are here, that we exist, and that we have air to breathe and strength, and God has blessed us with all the blessings that we have. It is by the grace of God that I am what I am. So the apostle says his grace is, and my, and my separation is totally by the grace of God. He said it was bestowed upon me, not in vain, but I labored even in my abundance of labor. He said it wasn't I, but by the grace of God, which was with me. So today, by the grace of God, you can live a separated life and totally separated life. Now, I'm not talking about going out in the woods somewhere and separating yourself or getting on a desert island and separating yourself. I'm talking about separated from the things of this world, from sin and ungodliness and unrighteousness, from hatred, from malice, from division, and all of these things. We need to separate ourselves to love, to godliness, to purity. That's what I'm talking about. And we can do it by the grace of God, as Paul said, which was with me, or I might I dare say, which is with us. And not only that, but there's one more I like to give you this morning, and that is grace, our tranquilizer. Now, I looked up the word tranquility, or tranquil, and that means free from uh, commotion, peaceful, a calm attitude, and a quiet spirit. So God's grace is our tranquilizer or our tranquility. We are free from commotion, living in peace, calm, and quiet, the Bible said this, lest I should be exalted out of measure. This is Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan sent to buffet me, 
lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. But he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. In other words, my grace is adequate. My grace is enough. And my grace is powerful enough in itself. He said, my my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in mine infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, Today, like Paul said, he said, I had a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan sent to buffet me, and God had blessed him with many revelations and great things. But this messenger was there that he might not be exalted, and that's a terrible thing, to be exalted. But I'm telling you, we can live a life of tranquility. And by that, The Lord told him, he said, my grace is enough for you. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength will be, your strength rather can be made perfect in your weakness. So this morning, we can live a peaceful, a calm, and a quiet life without commotion and division and heartache all of the time. How can we do that? Through and by the grace of God and separation from all of the sin and ungodly things going around. Going back to the very first part of the lesson, uh, ungodliness, he said, worldly lust, and so forth. So let's look at what we've talked about here this morning before we close. We was talking to you about grace and our separation. First of all, how can I do that, Pastor? Because grace is our teacher. Titus 2, verse 12. Because grace is our transformer. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Because grace is our grace in our totality. 1 Corinthians 15 and 10. And that grace can be our tranquilizer and bring tranquility to us in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7 through 9. That tells us you can live free from commotion, peaceful, calm, and quiet, and in harmony with God and your fellow man. I hope I've been a blessing to you this morning. I hope you tune in with us on the next episode where we'll talk a little more to you about the grace of God and what it can do for you. So as I go off this episode today, I'm praying for you to have a life free of commotion, peaceful, calm, quiet, and tranquil. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you.